an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Baby bitches leave. Hey team, welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talk about movies and TV. Delicious. With your host, the Turkey Boys, Ryan Eichner and myself, Scott Sweeney. Hello. What's happening, Hoops? I mean, summer movie season is officially here, I would say. (laughs) We just went to the movies and saw Fast 9 and... I feel drunk with power. I <laughs> I was not disappointed, which is a great, great feeling. Yes. And we'll get into that in reviews, but mm. we're on cloud nine Ooh. right now. <laughs> and I just came up with that. Cloud F9. Terrific. The movies. Yes. We went to the movies. We'll get into it. Mm. It'll be a whole thing. Um, I have a shit ton of news. I don't know about you. I have almost no, I have very minimal reviews and like the most news. I mean, that's fine. Let's, uh, you want to start with some birthdays? What do you got? Oh, wow. This may be the first week where I forgot to write down all birthdays. I didn't see any glaring good ones. Uh, that's fine. Yeah. Do you have any good ones? I don't. I do have a death. I do too. Is it the same one? I have a death one? anniversary, actually. Ooh, hit me. It is the, I believe... I'm not sure what year. I think five-year anniversary of the death of Anton Yelchin. Ooh. May he rest in power. Ooh. He yeah, got that's... crushed by his own Jeep Cherokee in his driveway, fetching his mail. Yes, yeah, He was crushed to death. Weird death. He, uh, he was a good actor. He had some chops. I liked him a lot, and it's unfortunate because now we just have Lucas Hedges for the rest of time. Yeah. <laughs> For forever and ever. He did kind of sneak in there. And no, I don't and I make fun of Lucas Hedges a lot just because he's everywhere, but he's yeah. actually super talented as well. I just mm. to be honest, I think Anton Yelchin was a little better and I liked him more. You're a big Alpha Dog guy. I am. R.I.P. to the Alpha Dog himself. And also we lost uh we lost another one of the greats this week. Antivirus software pioneer John McAfee? Oh man, I forget. Yeah, McAfee. That, I didn't bring him up in deaths because I don't believe he's really dead. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, he he played it so perfectly. Before he died, or I think it was somewhat recently, he had a bunch of tweets that were like, if I if something happens to me, it wasn't my uh, of my doing. And then he, after he was, like 30 minutes after his death was announced... The QAnon Q popped up on his Instagram, or at least people said maybe that's what that was, even Mm. though it was just... So my guess is he probably either had someone else post that, yeah, if he is in fact dead. Or he's like recreating the Promising Young Woman ending from Beyond the Grave. I had that, not that movie in particular, but I had that thought, like, is there some... Like, did he have this programmed to go off whenever he died, or... I love the idea of someone going to such great lengths. Well, it would probably be possible with some sort of code that could, like, because you can, I mean, I get Google alerts based on people, mm. right? So a Google alert could trigger a post. That's not impossible to code. Yeah. Monty, get on that. We're going to need that for when both of us commit suicide. Wow. 
But that he apparent prison suicide for John McAfee. I'm not buying it. Either he's alive somewhere or they killed him. He definitely didn't kill himself. Yeah, and if you don't know about this guy, he's a real wacky character. There's a good doc on Amazon. I think it's called Gringo. It is, yeah. Incredible. It's on Showtime as well, actually. Mm. And it's really, really interesting. And it's hard to get me with a doc. I don't get roped in, but... He's the guy who created the McAfee antivirus software, obviously, and then got caught not paying his taxes when he made like $100 million. Mm. And then he went, I think he went to Belize first, but he was extradited while in Spain, in a Spanish prison is where he died. And they were going to bring him back here and charge him with everything, like tax evasion. Somehow he's linked to a murder, which they talk about in the doc. Yeah. It's interesting. Watch it. I'm af- I'm afraid what's going to happen is going to be like with that Ross Ulbricht Silk Road documentary with Jason uh, Clark. Mm. That was really not great. It wasn't yeah. terrible, but I listened to the audiobook. That was a really good story, and I think they whiffed on it. Yeah, I completely forgot about that movie. Exactly. I would have never thought about it again for the rest of my life if you didn't mention it right now. That's. I don't think there's anything that a movie should want to achieve less than complete just... Lack of recollection altogether. Yeah. Did this even happen? (laughs) Speaking of things in that vein, Nick Cannon is expecting his seventh child. And he is hilarious. Nick Cannon is hilarious. I read that he said on Howard, and I might have heard this as well, years ago at least, that he knows he's going to die soon, so he wants to have as many children as possible. Wow. And that he wants to like live his life however he wants to live. Interesting. Because you know he has like lupus, which is an autoimmune thing, and <laughs> that is a reasonable explanation. Some other stuff going on for having seven kids with I think five different mothers. I think it's like a different mother for all of them, and one of them is twins. Safe. That's just that's like classic cartoon character celebrity stuff. He's really just going for it. I support it. Yeah, he's. Uh, he has a stand-up special on like stars or something. Did you ever watch that? I might have shut it. I don't imagine myself finishing that on purpose. Yeah, it's absurd. And he, he's a likable guy. I just don't find him very funny. I don't think you're very funny. I can't believe like the career he carved out for himself. He's just like some dude and he's like getting all this host work and just like remaining through the years. Yeah, he's like the black Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. He's he's weird. really amassed a fortune. Some somewhere similar, I would imagine. I mean, if he got the Mariah Carey alimony and then, you know, every movie he's ever done and then his dumb music and his stand-up and now he created, what, The Masked Singer, Wildin' Out. I don't know if he created it. I he's, think they just throw him host. Okay. Or maybe he is in the... I don't even know. The creation. I know that he created Wildin' Out. And that's what... Remember when he got canceled for... He said something... Canceled. I think he said something anti-Semitic or... Whatever oh, yeah. it was, it was not ideal, and they and they kicked him off. I think like Viacom booted him off of his show, and he powered through. Right, they were going to take Wild and Out away from him, and then there was some sort of a lawsuit, and he kept it. And I'm the one who does the Wild, and <laughs> he's probably prepping Drumline Two. That'll be big. And did you see that Jerry Seinfeld is set to star in and direct a movie called Unfrosted for Netflix? The film is inspired by a joke he told on the stand-up stage about the world-shaking invention of the Pop-Tart. <laughs> What's the deal? <laughs> I mean, they're frosted, they're unfrosted. It's ridiculous. You put them in a toaster. 
People, said, I feel like doing a Seinfeld impression is hacky. I feel like it's so hacky that it's back. It's kind of right. It's kind of like making fun of Nickelback. Yeah, it's back. No, disagree. That's a bad <laughs> example because Nickelback rules. But I'm I'm back in. You're right. Yeah. But uh, talk about insane movie careers. He made B movie like 14 years but ago. But 50, I'm a B. He's just been like on ice, and he's like, you know what? I think now I'm gonna make a movie about the guy who invented pop tarts. That sounds like a like a movie it's just and since he's jerry seinfeld i don't think he's probably heard the word no since 1992 like he could he could literally get anything greenlit anything at all yeah and it's weird that he's gonna star in it because he's not much of an actor he can play like agreed with her actor (laughs) he can play himself on seinfeld but like seeing him play a character i don't know how that would even work Jerry, these are load-bearing walls. You can't take these down. He's like a Chris Rock, where it's just like, he doesn't work as an actor, really. Or at least in my opinion. Agreed. Like, Tim Allen is probably a better actor than Seinfeld. (laughs) And not to say that, like, Seinfeld's 8,000 times funnier, but Tim Allen, like, works in movies better. Tim Allen had a more illustrious film career i mean he had more of an opportunity to shine yeah seinfeld's kind of just done what like b movie and this and that's it literally like movie wise he obviously does his comedians in cars getting coffee show which is once again him being himself which he's good at yeah because he loves himself did you speaking of people who love themselves did you notice that there's rumors of johnny lee miller of hackers fame (laughs) getting back together with his ex-wife angelina jolie oh wow I didn't even, first of all, I didn't even know they were married. Mm. So I guess they did do Hackers together and then hooked up and were married for a bit. And then Billy Bob Thornton got involved and then Brad Pitt got involved. And now she's back solo again. And I guess Johnny Lee Miller has circled back. He's, I was going to say he hasn't gotten work since Hackers, but he was actually on that Sherlock Holmes show, Elementary. Oof. I believe friend of the show Brian was Lucy Liu on that show, or am I thinking of something else? No, you're right. She plays Watson on that Ugh, program, and he's Sherlock. Correct. He needed that. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a CBS program? I think it sounds so. like a CBS original. That's probably one of those shows that's quietly still on the air. Oh yeah, I feel season like eleven. Not. He's just building his third house in Malibu as a result of some show that barely exists, yeah. but like all of middle America tunes in for it. I saw a commercial for the blacklist the other day. I was like, am I seeing things? <laughs> the blacklist is still on the air. That James Spader show with the hats and he's like a spy or something. I've had a few people try to recommend that show to me. And it's, it's tough being in a professional setting and having civilians recommend shows to me. Mm. You know <laughs> what I, you know what I've been watching? That's really good that I think you're going to love. I just, in my head, I go, <sighs> like, like, how bad is this going to be? Because <laughs> I'm like, I can't just tell him, no, I watched that. It sucks. And you're stupid. I have to say like, oh, I'll check it out. Even though I already have and I've already shot it. Yeah. Or I'll go, I couldn't get into that is my line that I go with. People be like, the blacklist, <laughs> you know, with James Spade. The sh- and I'm just like, <sighs> you ever seen Chicago Med? Oh, Actually, all the Chicago's. Those are The Chicago verse and I. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, God. What else you got? I mean, folks, Chris Brown being investigated for battery <clears throat> after allegedly hitting a woman. Allegedly? Yes. Keyword, allegedly. I heard this story and I was like, Chris Brown hitting a woman? No. Never. This couldn't be true. 
He's uh, obviously people know he like beat up Rihanna in like an outrageous way years ago and somehow powered through that and kept making cuts like this one you're hearing right now. But now he's up to his old tricks again, I guess. I don't know. I believe the exact story is that he beat up a woman and he hit her in the face so badly that her weave came off. Wow. Which is hilarious. That is silly. And for those that don't know, a weave is fake hair, or it's real hair, but it's not their hair. (laughs) And the women like to get it sewn into their actual hair so that they look Mm. like they have longer hair than they really do. We're thinking about getting weaves. Are we getting weaves? Yeah. Lucy, get us weaves. Weave guys. I know you know how to do it. Yeah. So it's battery again, and I'm sure he'll get away with it because he's an asshole. Yeah. I mean, he hurt my gal Rihanna. I'm going to have to fight this guy. I'm I'm throwing down. I'm going to fight Chris Brown. We know he Celebrity listens. boxing. Or enough people. enough co-host Scott Sweeney versus yeah. pop superstar Chris Brown. Forget about Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather. This is the real We'll fight, call you folks. Scott the Hate Crime Sweeney. <laughs> Hell yeah. Your entire platform is run by Hank. Well, Hank would be a great hype man to have in my corner. It can be like some sort of million dollar baby type situation. Locusha. <laughs> I like this. This is a green light. Me begging you to walk out of Million Dollar Baby in <laughs> Kingston and you denying me? Like, no, I need that big finish. That was one of the biggest, like, you needed to walk outs ever. I was I, remember, I was paralyzed with boredom. You brought it up like seven times. I was like, I just need to see the end of this. <laughs> I was I was in agony during Million Dollar Baby. I was like, I got to get out of here. I had the, And that was then the, before the days of smartphones where I could just like turn my brightness down and just go on autopilot and stop watching. Mm. That was like, my phone did nothing but text and call. Mm. If even like we be, we were barely even texting at that point. It was mostly calls. Yeah. Like yeah, 2003. Like, I think that was like Oh five ish. Okay. Oh three to Oh five range. It's, phones didn't do much yet. But yeah, that was a hell of a picture. Oh, I don't like Eastwood. I've said it and I'll say it again. I'm a Scott Eastwood guy. I'm not a Clint Eastwood guy. <laughs> wow. What of it? I mean, Scott a- actually said he was going to stop by the program at some point, so that'd be great to have him in. Oh yeah, a couple of Scotties. Yeah, he said for a fellow up. Scott, he'll do whatever we need. Yes. Speaking of celebs in the area, the David Hyde Pierce is shooting a movie somewhere in Quincy. Oh, friend of the show Dan let me in on this little tidbit of info, and yeah, I was I was having a. F- a flash of like going down to the set with a bottle of sherry and like doing a bunch of Frasier bits, having him get all upset with me. It'd be fun. Oh, hello, Scott. Yes. I, I'd say my C3PO voice. Like I was trying to in my head. I'm like, should I go for the dad? You're should so- I do? Should I do Frasier? I don't think I have a good Frasier. You're so corpulent that I can't remember that whole bit. But yeah, were you a Frasier guy? I think you're. I like Frasier, yeah. I mean, it's not my first choice. I think it was sandwiched in with a few other good shows. Like, I think it came on after like the single guy or something. But I, I didn't mind Frasier. Yeah, I didn't watch it much back in the day, like when it was actually on. Mm. I appreciate it more now. The uh... didn't it come on? It was an NBC show that might have been in the Thursday night lineup with Seinfeld. Yeah, I feel like it was right. like Frasier, Friends, Seinfeld, and like Caroline in the City or something. Ooh. Yeah, there was, Remember that show? There was definitely a moment in time where those were all on, at least for a season, I would say. Yeah. Turkey heads, let us know. And also, if you hear about any movie shooting in the greater Boston area, let us know so we can storm the set and mm. do bits mm-hmm. for fun. 
And what else do we have here? Oh, uh, Universal Pictures approached Steven Spielberg about him letting the studio make a Jaws reboot. And Spielberg's answer was a firm no. Which is a, a point for the movies, I would say. Who would be directing it is all I want to know. Yeah. Like Probably. F. Gary Gray or someone <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Like So this is the thing. We're going to get Medea under the sea and Jaws is coming to get her. Yeah. We're giving this to John Krasinski. He's going he's gonna to make a movie better than the original Jaws. You're going to love it. And yeah, the, the fact that... No distress signal had been sent. This also upset me because... Tiger shot. <laughs> 25. It seems like the only thing holding them back from doing Black a Jaws eyes, reboot lifeless eyes, is the like fact that the fact that Spielberg doesn't want them to do it. And does that mean that like once he's dead, they'll just do it immediately? Uh, yes. It sounds like it. But I mean, like, are his lawyers gonna stop people from doing it after he's dead? I hope so. Probably, yeah. I should become a lawyer to devote my life to such a. I want. I, I imagine it's probably worked. For big-time directors with important intellectual property, there's probably some sort of clauses written into their will. It would be the equivalent of, like, you run a company and you die and somebody just starts making what you make because you're dead. Like, it's yeah. it, just because it's a film doesn't mean it's not something that's tangible. Yeah. So I imagine there's that, that they will never make it unless he greenlights it. The unless f- whoever he leaves it to says, okay, after he's die, he dies. Yeah. Which is probably what will really happen. Like, when the Beatles... Uh, when Michael Jackson bought all the Beatles songs because John Lennon was dead. It's ignorant. I think that's how that went, at least. Imagine how upsetting a Jaws remake would be, though. They would probably cast, like, James Corden in the Richard <sighs> Dreyfus role and, like, Timothy Chalamet in the <laughs> Roy Scheider role. The annoying part is that there's already so many fucking bad shark movies. And mm. Don't you even say you liked the Meg. <laughs> I like... Both Megs, Ugh. your dog and the movie. My dog's cool, but the, the movie is not great. Yeah, it's a fun turkey. It actually does suck, but it's got some stuff. Mm. Um, What else? I yeah. gotta, Never remake Jaws. I don't, yeah, there's no need for that. Awful idea. No, thank don't you. do it. Did you see that uh, the Foo Fighters were joined on stage Ooh. by Dave Chappelle doing Radiohead's Creep? Oh, man. The strangest oh, sentence man. I've ever read. I'm going to grab the mic. Creep is one of those songs that I think they did it ironically because Radiohead refuses to play it. Mm. So I guess they, people would want to hear Dave Chappelle singing it while the rest of the Foo Fighters play the music. Did you watch the clip? Uh, no. He sounded very bad. And I, I think know, I heard like two seconds of it, yeah. I know he's a comedian. It's not his thing to sing, but he sounded awful. I couldn't mm. even like, I didn't listen to all of it. I was just like, I guess this is funny. And then I was just like, okay. Okay. Ooh, that's a weird sound thing. I was just, I was fucking with your levels. <laughs> Don't be fucking with them. my levels. Get on mic a little bit more is all. Ooh, okay. Okay. Hey, now. Oh, this is me producing. We need Sam in studio, man. Sam, That would be so much more like proper rather than me just like f- frantically glancing at the levels. Hey. Um, also, Beyonce fans have been trying to cancel Trick Daddy. The uh, rapper you may remember from the early 2000s. Oh, from what a, what a trick do. the album I'm a Thug. Uh, he went online and he said Beyonce is a bad singer, which wow. is just not true. And it's also hilarious that he would just toss that out there. Yeah, that's and her fans are furious. 
the beehive or the bay hive. Is it the bay? Yeah, the bay hive. Mm. Which we're members of. We are part of the bay hive. We're that's the, true. We're like Jerry Seinfeld B movie bees zipping around the bay hive, having fun. But yeah, that's that's a silly beef. Starting stuff with Beyonce. Well, I guess he has a restaurant in Florida, and they've all been going on and giving one star Yelp reviews, which is. <laughs> Or and Google reviews, which is wow. kind of terrible for any business in 2021. Yeah. So that's not good. I mean, Beyonce is in an Austin Powers movie, so she's basically royalty in my eyes, even though she's not great in it. It's Charles fine, has, though. Yeah. Everything else in it is so that's great. That's Goldmember, right? Yeah. Okay. Foxy Cleopatra. That's the there one. It is. Nailed it. <laughs> what an unforgettable character. Yeah, I'm sure Jay-Z will... Uh, have some words to say about that. Wasn't Jay-Z, he did something silly recently. I don't know if we talked about it. He and someone else like bought a gift for that guy who owns like the Yankees or something. I don't know. Everyone was making fun of him hmm. for it. I don't wish know. I knew the whole story. Did you see that there's a new Netflix dating show? Probably the like wackiest looking one ever. Hmm. Called Sexy Beasts. <laughs> Not related to the Ray Winstone... Uh, Sexy Beast. Early 2000s film that is quite strong. This show, you got to watch the trailer. Him all covered in tanning oil by the pool. Incredible opening it's shot. Sexy Beast is the name of the show? Sexy Beasts. Plural. That's a weird beasts. word to say. Yes. Beasts. There it is. Beasts. And I don't know if we want to watch the trailer, but... Give me like 10 seconds of it. The uh, it's a show where real life singles sport elaborate makeup and prosthetics to put true blind date chemistry to the test. Oh, and then in the trailer, like there's someone dressed up as a panda. There's someone with like a dolphin head, and like the whole works. It's like the nuttiest looking show you could imagine. I'm a fan of mischief, <laughs> and. It's just ridiculous. Like these people, you know, in like the wackiest costume you could imagine, just sitting across from each other, like, let's get to know each other in a real way while dressed like goofballs. That sucks. Yeah, it's it's like dumb that this is what they're resorting to for programming, but I'm also intrigued because it looks that ridiculous. Keep in mind I'm saying this from the perspective of someone who watched like every episode of Love at First Sight. Bachelor. Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise, Bachelorette. And also, or I'm sorry, Married at First Sight. And then what was the other one? Yeah. The one where they don't see each other, Love is Blind. God, there are a lot I of I watch shows. a lot of them, okay? <laughs> wow. I do. I also watch the uh, 90 Day Fiance and like the other iterations of that. Yeah. I've watched, and then I watch like the 600 Pound Life where there's like dating involved there too with the big ladies. This is so the... I, I can't, I'm saying this from the perspective of someone who watches a lot of those shows. Mm. We don't need more. We're good. I like how we're all stocked up here. They're taking those shows and just taking it to like the ultimate extreme. Cause all those shows, people are embarrassing themselves. But on this one, it's like, here, let's put you in like a avatar costume and dance around for us and go on like a bad date. It's ridiculous. You gotta do better than that. And I love imagining a couple's like, like, how did you guys meet story? And it's like, well, I was dressed up as Davy Jones and. She was Cruella, and it was on a Netflix show. You can watch it. Mm. Ridiculous. But yeah, masks are having a real moment. Mass Singer, there's a... They're just reformulating old shows with a mask 
And that's yeah. supposed to be a whole new concept. Doll people up. You're like, this is a thing. And it just isn't. But uh, I think that comes out soonish. I'll give it like one episode, see if it's cackly enough. Um, what do we have here? Did you see that Sarah Paulson story where she was at a quote unquote makeout party at Carrie Fisher's house? Ooh. And I guess Matthew Perry, she said, Matthew Perry pulled my name out of a hat and then promptly left the room. Uh, <laughs> and I thought she was a lesbian, but uh, I, I guess Matthew is. Perry rejected her. Maybe that's what pushed her into the arms of women. She was not born that way. Her name is Sarah Paulson. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, I think she's married to like a much older woman. Yes. I remember seeing. I remember that too. That's weird. She looks like Keanu Reeves' girlfriend, but 15 years older. I bet Matthew Perry would not uh, make the same move today. No way. Especially after her work on the OJ show. Yes. <laughs> Very strong. I might rewatch that. Yeah, that show was great. Yeah. They need another one. I liked that one, and I really liked the uh, one about the kid who killed Versace. Yeah. The next one is about the Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky stuff. Right. And, and who's Monica again? I feel like that's a big one. Jonah Hill's sister, Beanie Feldstein, uh, who I don't care for, and I think it'll be weird, but maybe it'll be good. All I can think about is her dancing in the street in Booksmart and it giving me the shivers. Hi. I'm and how, fine. like, when it comes to distributing talent in that family, it's like 97% went to her brother and she mm-hmm. got 1% and then the other 2% probably went to the other sibling. Yeah, <laughs> truly. And a woman asked Quentin Tarantino to sign her foot when, oh. she, when she encountered him the other day. And I don't know if you saw the video, but I did. It was hilarious. Like yeah. I, you want me to sign your foot? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Everyone knows that's like my thing. Uh, I'm a foot guy. I love that he like leaned into it though. Yeah. Like the Quentin Tarantino feed stuff is like hack at this point, but I like how she was like, "We sign my foot," and he like giggled and was like, "Sure." Like, <laughs> he didn't care. Yeah. yeah. He he wanted to touch her foot probably. And then she was like, will you rate it? And he was like, I'm not going to rate it, but this would be at the top if I were to. It was charming. I wonder Even what I type of creepy. rating was she looking for? One through ten? Yeah. Like a letterboxed rating or? Yeah. I just remember that bit. Someone had a tweet once that was like, I can't. Something about like someone pointing a gun at a foot. And it was like, this is every Tarantino movie. There was more to it. <laughs> I'm butchering. It's so hard to rehash a tweet, even yeah. though they're only 160 characters. It's like, well, then it said this, and fuck. I didn't remember enough. I'm not funny in tweet form, as I've said countless times. I can't be funny like that. I don't think you're very funny in tweet form. Never. What? And Harrison Ford injures his shoulder. Shoulder. Rehearsing a fight scene for Indiana Jones 5. Not even while shooting. A lot of Parsons drops tonight. Oh. Like every other bit. Um, and the production is to shoot around his recovery. This is classic Harrison Ford stuff. Classic he, don't cast a guy in his 80s <laughs> to play an action hero. Yeah, to do action scenes. It's it's asking a lot. But yeah, like he... I think he like broke his back on the set of The Force Awakens <laughs> and he like crashed that plane years ago. He's always... It's like his thing, injuring himself on sets. So... This is probably a good sign that this happened. It's just like, oh, everything's going according to plan. <laughs> well, I, uh, it seems I, I hurt myself again. Callista, call 911. Bring me my weed. 
I need it. Bring me my earring too. And Chewbacca. If he's around. I considered launching right into the Star Wars <laughs> stuff, but he's not I'm not feeling. I'm not really feeling it tonight. Mm. Maybe later. That's fair. Um Scarlett Johansson will star in Disney's Tower of Terror movie Oof. based on the theme park ride. Oof. From the writer of the movie Inside Out, Josh Cooley. I mean, I guess that sounds like a movie. Tower of Terror, that's just like the two elevators one. Is it two? I remember it being one. one and yeah. it, draw, it, it takes you all the way up and it has like a whole spooky backstory. And then it just, the floor comes out and it just drops you. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> I've done it a couple of times. It's a nightmare. I wonder how they're going to cobble together a whole motion picture from that. It'll probably be very <laughs> silly. I don't typically love video game, board game type movies yeah. anyway. Now there's a ride movie. Yeah. The ride that's, stuff. No thanks. Pirates of the Caribbean worked because that's like. Well, there's a story there. Yeah. And they. And then maybe there's a story with the Tower of Terror that we're forgetting, but. But this sounds like a battleship where right. it's just like. Feels like Knives Out or something, but bad. Yeah. Where it's like, that sounds like it won't work. And then it'll come out in two years and we'll be like, yep. Yeah. That's this it's doesn't just work. Cast Taylor Kitsch get ahead of themselves with the bomb. <laughs> and I mean, we'll be talking about it in reviews, but I got to take you down to the Vin Diesel corner real quick mm. with one of the greatest quotes I've ever seen. He was talking about his feud with The Rock online, and he said it originated because he wanted The Rock's acting to improve, saying, "Quote: Reasonable. We had to get there, and sometimes I could give a lot of tough love." Not Fellini-esque, but I would do anything I'd have oh. to do in order to get performances in anything I'm producing. Vin Diesel said that. I should have done that in the Vin voice. Him using the word oh. Fellini-esque. Comparing himself producing a Fast and the <laughs> Furious movie to one of the more impressive Italian cinema cinematographers of all time. I'm basically Fellini. It's, Fellini's eight and a half. It's terrific. He's right, though. He's The Rock doesn't know how to get there. No. The Rock is a buster. I got to be frankly. honest with you, <laughs> and I, you're not going to like this take. Maybe I'll uh -oh. save it for reviews, but I'll just say quickly, wow. I like The Rock better than Cena in the Fast and the Furious universe. I do. I almost just did a spit take for effect, even though it would have ruined everything. <laughs> just spitting all over the equipment for the bit. <laughs> My God. I mean... The Rock's not terrible. I'm just so tired of him. And I'm, I am too. I just think that John Cena is so, so one-dimensional. I did like how there was not a Hobbs or Shaw so much as a reference nope. in Fast 9. Who needs them? They took off and they're not missed. Mm. But yeah, Vin's got the stuff. The Rock doesn't. That's all there is to it. I'm sorry, folks. Do you see that, <laughs> Sneaking uh, that in. Drake from uh, Drake Bell, I should say, from Drake and Joss, just pled guilty to endangering children. Uh-huh. Yeah, he has like, and I'm not exactly sure what the charges are, but I think it was something to do with like minor women, like back in 2017. Yikes. And providing them with alcohol or drugs or something. I don't know, I'm watching the story now, but I mm. guess he he did a Zoom court and there's a clip of it online of him just saying he pleads guilty. So there's a chance that he'll do two years in jail. Oh. Which is fucking hilarious. Yeah. If it actually happens. My guess is that his lawyer convinced him to plead guilty because they can plea it down to some different charge and then he'll get house arrest and have a record for the rest of his life. But I don't mm. I don't see him going to prison. Yeah, it said, just doesn't I don't know. 
he's a you know a lot of child actors go that classic right to the extreme route train wreck yeah and he's going for it he kind of went the other direction and started like doing pop music in mexico Mm. and he got really big doing that and now he's like dropped off the face of the earth yeah it's weird and Conan ended his like twenty year talk show run this week. And they did a bunch of like fun special clips. Like they ended that long running bit where Paul Rudd came <laughs> comes on to promote something, but then he plays a clip from Mac and Me, which is a bit they did like dozens of times over the years. Were you a Conan guy? I'm not not a Conan guy because I could acknowledge that he's outstanding and good at what he does and probably the best late night host of our time at least and yeah like funniest and most right. different like that I, that being said i've never been a huge fan i just kind of i'm kind of neutral on conan like i get yeah. it i get it i'm just i'm not there yeah i mean i didn't watch like any of his tbs run which he's been on for like 10 years but i used to love like his regular late night show mm. back in the day What's he going to do now? Nothing? He actually, he has a new HBO Max show, but I guess it's going to be more of a like travel type show or something. It's not going to be a late night show, I guess. I don't know So about that's that. why he was like sending off all his signature bits that, uh, what was that other clip? He had someone else on and they were having a go. They showed all like every actor and comedian I follow all posted clips of them on Conan, which I thought was kind of nice. Yeah. There was a, and then Seth Rogen went on and, and made, him, <laughs> made him smoke weed. So there's a clip of Conan taking a hit of a joint, which I think is funny. Yeah, I saw that clip. That's what I was trying to remember. That was a riot. Him just sitting there like, this is going great. <laughs> <laughs> I also liked Conan's, he took like one hit and then was like, now everyone's going to be like, he's high. He was, uh, he had like a fun reaction. Mm. I'm a Conan guy. I know King of the Turkey heads Monty. Is a big Conan. Monty guy. likes that podcast. I, I have I have an episode of it in my queue for the past like six months that I haven't gotten to. Same. I'm like, ah, oh, I got nothing to listen to, and then I just that keeps coming up. Yeah. But yeah, I forgot he has that podcast. So he has that, and he'll be back with that HBO Max show at some point. He'll be back. Um, friend of the show Mark Hoppus from Blink 182 has stage four pancreatic cancer. So we are all pulling for you, buddy. We are. Yeah, we love you. That's horrible. I'm not laughing at the story. I'm laughing at no that music. Drop. You didn't think we needed a needle <laughs> drop to go with that story? I mean, I think you nailed it. Yeah, I'm a Blink fan. I was. He's sad in to chemo hear right now. Yeah. So he's also a very funny Twitter person. He's he seems like a good egg. I uh, I don't like to hear this. Yeah, it's terrible. Mm. And it makes me feel old because it's like I can remember when we went to go see Blink and now yeah. like he's sick. And it, I don't know, it's just odd. Mm. Like it's, it's you know, like you see like Gerard Depardieu die or something. He's alive, bad example, but like some older person. But to me, Mark Hoppus feels like he's in his 40s. Yeah. He might be 50, but I don't think so. He's probably up there. Yeah. But yeah, I don't even know. So we are wishing him a speedy recovery Yes. Enough turkey heads. Or we all have you in our prayers. And uh, you know that MTV show, Ridiculousness? Like, Don't tell me it got renewed again. It did, didn't it? I mean, I'll do you one better. There, that show, Ridiculousness, which is just 
Rob Deerdeck like playing internet videos with a bunch of sidecars and like laughing at them. It's like the only thing MTV airs anymore. So people must like it to the point where there's a new show coming out called Amazingness. Very creative <sighs> and and game changing. He's another guy, like, he's quietly, like, in his 50s, and he's got, like, a backwards hat on. He's like, check out these TikToks, kids. It's like, why are people watching this? I never understood the appeal with him. Yeah. I really I didn't. I couldn't understand it any less. I don't get it. Yeah, he's... It's not... He's, he's not funny. I don't... I don't... I don't get it. What happened to him? Remember that show he had with that big black dude? Yeah, that was that was Rob and Big. Yeah, Rob and Big. He was fine on that. They were a good duo. Now they're just not friends anymore. Yeah, I think they did have a falling out. Right. I kind of remember hearing that. Oh, yeah. I'm on Team Big. I'm on Team Big as well. Yes. We're out on Rob. <laughs> He's trash. Um, what else? Um, I don't think I have much left. I was wondering what Ben Affleck and J Lo are up to. I feel like they've been out of the news for a couple weeks. They I got an update. a video of them smooching at a restaurant last week. That's really the only news about them that I've heard. And yeah, then he, like they stopped as the, they realized the paparazzi or whoever was taping. Anybody's the paparazzi now. Yeah, I haven't seen him like getting Dunkin' Donuts in a while. Mm. I want to see them getting Dunkin' Donuts together. Mm. I got Dunkin' Donuts this morning because it was all there was. Kid, that's Wasn't so great. sick. Boston stuff. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to see Fast 9 this weekend. Ben Affleck and Jello. I imagine they got a copy of it Ooh. for their own home theater. Sounds dope. Let's, I wonder if we could get in on that, sit in a, a, a rewatch in the J-Lo home theater. How you doing, turkey boys? Get in here. Ben's making uh, <laughs> something dope. But yeah, the, imagine if he was in Fast 10. That would be fun. They mm. introduce another brother. Like, I don't think anything would make me happier. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. I forgot about my other brother, Benny Toretto. They don't look anything alike either. No. Not even the same race. I like how they snuck that one line of dialogue in like, oh, that messed up Toretto bloodline to kind of like give a wink to the fact that John Cena and Vin Diesel don't look anything alike. That's not a thing. Yeah. Like there's just like a wacky bloodline that like every now and then it pushes out to someone who's Hispanic. There's, <laughs> there's Nas in the bloodline. That it is a real all, thing. It got all twisted up. I mean, we're fully in the Fast and Furious zone. You want to take a quick break, then get into some reviews? Sounds good to me. Folks, we'll be right back. The movies. <laughs> there it is. The movies. <laughs> you walked the away movies. for a second, so I was like, let me stretch yeah, this. <laughs> well, the cat's fucking attacking the back of Ruffalo. <laughs> I, Fuck, man. I, I took stretching literally. Um, what if, what if, what, what a picture. Folks. I mean... One sec, I gotta fix this. Yes. Are we pausing or are we just gonna roar? Roar. Okay. Folks, we just saw F9 colon The Fast Saga. And 
I mean, this entire podcast has been a saga leading to this very moment, I feel. I mean, we saw a new Fast and Furious movie in the theater, on Earth. I can, I can barely even believe it. As I said earlier, I feel drunk with power. I'm about to feel drunk from <laughs> You're, you're not even going to believe it. Mm. Um, I really liked it. Because of the flying and the magic? As I said that, I waited for it. Couldn't resist. I, ha- I had a feeling. Uh, I thought it was better than eight. Way Not better, better than, than seven. Eight. Seven's like untouchable. And this movie didn't make me cry. I was hoping they would bring some Furious Seven-esque tears. And you could and you could finally witness me crying in a movie like you want to so much. I have never seen it. I know. I was what like, the fuck? <laughs> Are you having one of those Nas energy drinks? It's a little late for that. Yeah, we should mention friend of the show Dan sent us some fuel to power us through this uh, pod. Some Nas energy drinks. Realistically, if you had one of those right now, you'd be up until eight a.m. Yeah, I, I haven't had an energy drink in years. True. Uh, Retard fuel. I find them like poisonous, but if I were to drink one, it would be a Nos. And Dan might be usurping Monty as the king of the turkey heads with such a a power play. Yeah, I mean, Monty's never sent us a gift. Yeah. Start sending us gifts. 69. (laughs) Wow. 69. Send me a gift or come and murder me, whichever you want to do. Yeah, this is like that scene in uh, Iron Man 3 where Tony Stark gives out his address. We should bleep that. Or, or not, yeah. He's over it. It's fine. Dominic Toretto told uh, villains where he lived. Everything worked out for him. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, this series, folks, if you're not on board, I don't know what to tell you. It's been 20 years. They made a big thing last week. And should we pause for yeah. a sec? Yeah. <laughs> we had to pause for a moment. Thanks, Cat was being all fucked up. The kitten, I should say. I don't want to disparage Tuna. Yeah. Tuna's a class act and would mm. never fuck with the pod. She's a great third mic. She comes down all the time and she's fine. The kitten finds a way to make as much noise as possible for somebody that weighs two pounds. The movies. The movies. But yeah, as I was saying, the it's been 20 years since the original. And now we're on the ninth one. And I saw the other day, this is the seventh highest grossing film franchise of all time. What's number one? Star Wars? Probably. Yeah. That makes sense. Or would make sense. Rocky? Hey. Nah. Hey, I th- I'm probably in like the top 50, maybe. Star Wars, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, probably James Bond's got to be up there. Probably. Just because there's been so many. We're forgetting a big one. Probably Someone's a- probably at home going like, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them! <laughs> My favorite series. It gets a bad rap. But yeah, and probably some Harry Potter. stuff. Harry Potter, Harry Potter. Harry Potter, Harry Potter, Harry Potter. But yeah, I mean, at some point, it's going to be the number one highest grossing film franchise, I hope. The Fast Saga, I'm talking about, just to remind the fans. I wrote down the movies as my first note. <laughs> I mean, very strong start. Can we talk about how they didn't have a title tr- sequence or a, like a like a, cre- like a title screen? Yeah. Until like, the very all. end, they had the F9. Yeah. Which, Spoiler alert, I guess. But I, I was trying to get a photo of Fast 9 on the screen. Yeah. And then at the very end, they flashed it for two seconds. Yeah. I wanted to scream. I was already standing. It was kind of cool. Yeah, you were standing and applauding mm, <laughs> for the I first was. time ever. Shirtless. <laughs> you rose to your... 
No, but that was weird. Right? Yeah, like like 30 minutes went by and we were like, no title sequence? Are they going to do like a Departed-esque? Just like, boom, here it is, way too late. What do you think? Right, like I was expecting 20 minutes at most and then it just never came. Yeah. And then I thought, is this going to be the first movie in history that does not play or to show the screen at all? It was. Yeah, no, Pretty much, no right? opening title sequence whatsoever. There was no time for it. They get us right into a flashback that shows young Dom and uh, his brother Jacob Toretto, who they, they had to establish in the opening scene because he's <laughs> never been mentioned in the first eight movies. They cobbled him out of nothingness, put John Cena in that role, and my boy crushed it. Years ago, we had John Cena. <laughs> Years ago, the Toretto's, they were all alive. And we learned about Tony Toretto, or whatever Dom's dad is, and got that backstory all fleshed out. I did not like the backstory. What do you think? I loved it. (laughs) What did you love about it? You know what it is? I will say that they did a good job with that in terms of, like, transcending the first one. Yes. Like, in the street race scene... Where Dom and Jacob are, spoiler alert, if you want to skip this, I don't know what you want from us, but... We're going to be doing mild spoilers. Mild spoilers. Nothing just, too this crazy. This is a warning. Yeah. If you'd rather just listen to the show and go in a little hot, then whatever. Yeah. All right, anyway. Jacob and, in the flashback, Jacob Toretto and Dom Toretto hey. race one another in a Mustang and a Dodge Charger. Ooh, hey. And it just had that feel of the first one. Mm. With the illegal street racing, it was cool to see. They hadn't had that since the first one, really. Yeah. Pretty much they've been action heroes just robbing people and like being like invincible since fast. I guess Tokyo Drift had some street racing, but then as soon as they got into the the fate of the Furious or whatever, that's the fourth one. Yeah. I think five is the one where these became like Mission Impossible movies. And now they're like a team of elite car drivers slash like superheroes who can just do whatever is asked of them i thought it was funny that uh tyrese and ludicrous like kind of made mention of the fact that they can't be hurt ever no matter what outrageous fights or whatever they get into they're just fine all the time yeah i loved that i thought that was so like clever and meta that's them addressing like Mm. how absurd the series is and the fact that all these characters have not only survived, but the ones who have been killed have been brought back to life. And they do their best to make sense of it. And yeah, like this movie knows what it is so much more than most movies. Oh, yeah. Like stuff like that, just like a wink like that is all you need to be like, okay, I get you. It's all I need. You, you get it. I get that you get it. It's right. I don't need some big elaborate thing. I like the fact, I like a movie that's self aware. And yes. this movie is is very much that, like yeah. the fact, like every stunt, every which I think they do a good job of it not feeling like a big computer generated film. Oh like yeah, a lot of it looked real. Oh yeah, they crammed so many like real explosions and real car crashes and stuff into this movie, and that's not lost on us. And like no. you can tell they're in real locations. This isn't like a Marvel movie where they're just filming it in like a green screen. Cinerama Dome. Did you pick up on the orange Supra when Jacob Toretto was driving the orange Toyota Supra? What's he doing? That's sort of like a nod to Paul Walker in the first movie. Ooh. 
Do you remember that at the end of the first one when he's driving the orange orange car? That's I, totally, yeah. It's basically the same. This is the newer version of that exact car. That probably got Dom a little fired up. It's like, right. you're, you're driving my boy's car. Who do you think you are, Jacob? You fucked up asshole. Well, seeing, and like this whole movie, it's all about fatherhood. Seeing Dom as a dad, very funny. <laughs> Him <laughs> just That like, little curly-headed kid that came from that blonde girl? Yes. Okay. Totally doesn't make sense. Nope. That mixed up Toretto bloodline. (laughs) They have a line in this movie to like address the fact that John Cena and Vin Diesel don't look anything alike. And I appreciated that. That was another, a wink just for us. This cat is attacking. All the pets into the trunk of my car and drive them to the MSPCA as we speak. So if you're looking for a three-year-old French bulldog... A kitten, Tuna gets to stay. Tuna stays, and Meg and the kitten are out of here. And Yeah, they're trying to sabotage this pod. They're fucking with us. I can hear Meg throwing her bone around in the kitchen. She's like directly above us with the loudest toy she has. Meg, we're trying to talk about the Fast Saga, okay? This is why I want to get the sound deafening. Like one of those... You know, like in, the, in podcasts that you see on video where they have like behind them, they have the foam. Mm. Like we had it in the closet that, yeah. to prevent the noise in the old studio slash my old apartment. We need some of that Joe Rogan foam. Something like that. Yeah. To just sort of deafen the sound directly above the microphones. Yeah, yeah. But, <sighs> I mean, they have this series like so figured out at this point. Like they know what to do. It's never like too boring. Like... It's very well paced, like a quick setup, then they do a really fun action scene that goes on forever. Like, this is the ninth entry in this series, not counting Hobbs and Shaw, aka Fast and Loose, because it doesn't exist. But, like, it's not stale. I thought they got, like, a good story out of this movie, even though, you know, they sneak a brother in out of nowhere, but everything does that. It's just, he's a brother character out of nowhere. Ask any racer, any real racer. <laughs> Yes. It don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning's winning. That's true. Words to live by. Yes. And like the whole team is back. We got Letty in there. And they give her a motorcycle in this one. And give her like a fun action scene to try to like, I don't know, spice her character up. I felt like they were giving Michelle Rodriguez some time to shine. I'm wondering, I am losing time about when did Michelle when did Michelle Rodriguez get her memory back? I'm really glad you asked because she was amnesia stricken for the entirety of Furious Six, and then I think she gets her memory back somewhere in seven. Okay, so she was in eight as well, or maybe she might have had amnesia for like two. I full think she movies. had it all of seven, and I think it didn't come back till eight. You Somebody might... who's even more of a furious head than we are, let us know. Yeah, but that's the funniest part, like. She gives this little speech about how, like, like, as soon as I got my memory back, I started thinking, can I be a mom to Dom's new kid from this other mother who was killed by the villains of the seventh one? It's just... That was her first thought. Such an As she watches series. her new husband beating up ten guys and throwing them down an elevator shaft Dude. and coming out completely unscathed after being tossed into the... The, the water, I guess, that was down at the bottom of the shaft. We're invincible, just like Tyrese said. Her just pulling, her, and then they didn't even show it, her pulling him out of the water. Guess what? Wouldn't be able to do that. No. Not in a million years would she be able to lift him up in the water. Dead, complete dead weight. He's unconscious. Yeah. They both would have died. 
And everyone gives this guff for like, like, oh, they're going to space now, finally, because that was like a bit years ago. I see that as natural series progression. Like, it's kind of shoehorned in this movie because it's like Tyrese, like, I'm in space, like, doing a whole wacky thing. I liked that it was Tyrese and Ludacris that went to space. I thought that was perfect characters for it. They're evolving. It's, I'm glad they went to space. The Chinese people thought they were minions. That was fun. Although that was was, fun. That was such blatant, universal, promoting one of their other big franchises. It was like the most glaring. You just ruined it for me. Fuck. Yeah, the... I took so many fucking notes for this movie. I'm just leaving. Did you really? I kept looking at you. I always (laughs) check you out, see what kind of notes you're taking. Oh, yeah. My phone was like dying at one point, and I was like, I gotta gotta get these notes in. I mean, this movie's like Cameo City. They bring back Shea Wiggum's character from like Fast 4 and 5, for crying out loud. Who's he again? He's the guy from Boardwalk Empire. Oh, right. He had that one scene. Good pull on his name. And his nose was broken still, which was a nice callback to when Paul Walker like broke his nose in two different movies. And I was just like, that that was a joke for the series stalwarts like ourselves. I remembered him, his presence in the other movies. I just couldn't put it. I couldn't place it. I was like, what is he again? Yeah. And then I just called, I kept thinking about him and like, hey, Nucky. In da, Boardwalk da, da. Empire. Da, 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 da. Trey was trying to tell me to rewatch Boardwalk Empire. I was like, I don't think that's a thing that people can do. <laughs> yeah, that's. I, don't I just. That's I, don't, I don't think that's a thing. I think Boardwalk Empire has had it. Yeah, that's in like COD rewatching John Adams every single year territory. What a sick fucking maniac yeah. he is. He's in the midst of it right now instead of listening to his friend's podcast. Every time he brings that up, I'm just like, this is... Just sinking an entire, like, full day of his life into... Yeah. How many episodes are there? Like, 10 and they're two hours apiece? I think it's like eight, but that's still way too oh. many. It's just... But, I mean, fast-wise, they call it F9, the fast saga, and it really is a saga. Like, it's this movie's flashback-heavy, and we learn the story of Dom almost beating a guy to death with a wrench... Which I actually thought they did a clever job, like mm. sprinkling that in. That was some good retconning, right? And we learned say. why he did it. Yeah, I was watching. It's just like, holy shit! This is like the Godfather saga. Get out of here! Fast saga is the only one I need. <clears throat> and also, like they bring back Mia, played by Jordana Brewster. She's looking good. She is. She hasn't aged at all. She's always been a babe. Yeah. But it was so funny, like. They bring back every character in the world to the point where it's like a joke that they're they're canonically keeping Paul Walker's character alive. Like Mia shows up. They wrote them out of the series because it's like they have a family now. They can't be part of this life. But now Dom has a family and she's on the <clears throat> on the team. So they're just like, eh, whatever. Like Yeah, bring back Han. He's alive. Yeah. And it was so funny because that's like not a spoiler because he's in the trailer. So yeah. that doesn't count. The reasoning they give for Paul Walker not being in the movie is he's watching the kids. Oh. I couldn't even like believe that. They have one line of dialogue where Mia's like, the kids are in safe hands. Brian's watching them. And I was just like... Oh, you mean the guy who's probably the best driver out of all of you that could be really, really useful in this mission? You're yeah. just going to come instead of him? Yeah, like oh, the, okay, no problem. The guy who used to be a FBI agent who over the course of like seven movies was showcasing how he's like on dom's level like intelligence and fucking saving the day wise it's like uh yeah he's watching the kids 
I'm here. What do you think? The woman who makes sandwiches and gets upset when there's a fight in the street. Wow. How dare you relegate Mia Toretto to a sandwich maker? Although, actually, that was a callback to the first one when yes. she actually... Oh, wow. I misunderestimated you. I take it all back. She did work at the restaurant. Yes. It's a wonderful restaurant. And Paul Walker went there to get tuna sandwiches. Why they did they not poorly. bring back um, anyone from the first one, really? Ye- oh, they had a, a younger version of like the piece of shit guy from the first one who came back in five. The one who like, fought Paul Walker? Yeah, the one with the beard who's yeah, always yeah, wearing like, Hey, Dom, this guy's got to get out of here, brother. Yeah, like... That guy? When they... That was pretty good, right? That was good. Yeah. And they... Just seeing a version, like a younger version of that character, it was just like, it's so funny that this series still exists. I didn't even pick up on that. You were way more dialed <laughs> in than I was. I was just like waiting for stuff to explode. Oh, I was dialed in, baby. <laughs> I'm never going to get dialed out. I was... It was incredible. Would you go see it again? Yes, I'm totally going to see this again, at least once more in the theater, like without question. I'll just buy it when it comes out to add to my collection. And they bring back series favorite Ramses, or Ramsey, whatever her name is, the babe with the curly hair, who was on Game of Thrones. I can't remember. Oh, she's the one who had sex with the guy with no dick? Yes. Or whatever they did? Yes. Dated with the guy with no dick? Yeah. Powerful. I think- Right. That's how I know who that is. She had a great bit where there's one point where like she has to drive and she's like, okay, I know this is kind of weird, but I actually don't know how to drive. Uh, I thought that was a very- She figured out how to drive a friggin' gigantic truck with a manual stick shift pretty quickly. I liked that. I thought that was an inspired bit. Like four movies in, she's like, yeah, I don't drive. (laughs) It's like, that's what I'm talking about. The jokes in this, aside from Tyrese's, were stronger than they normally are. I was having some chuckles at this movie. Yeah, it had, it had its moments. It's just, well, they they take something that could be so dumb and they make it so fun. Mm. Very well done. Yeah, the I noted that there's a scene where Dom is handed a Corona but doesn't take a sip. So that was powerful storytelling. Mm. He, he's like handed it. He's seems like he's about to drink it. But then Kurt Russell, who plays Mr. Nobody... Tells him something so serious, he puts the corona down. And I was like, <laughs> That wow. big bucket of coronas, like in the first one? Hey, it's what Only I like. Only a to corona. Get drunk with your family. Family in- is all that matters. Invite the Tokyo Drift crew over to a family function. Everybody can get drunk together and have beers and then drive their cars <laughs> <Yeah>. home. <laughs> it's terrific. It's the way to live. What a great way for car guys to hang out who all drive themselves everywhere. Can you picture any of them being like, you know, I've had a few too many. I think I'm going to Uber instead of driving home my 600 horsepower vehicle with weight reduction and no seatbelts. You can, I trust you'll be able to figure it out. Drunk Vin. Just (laughs) roaring around. I'm completely shit-faced. I have a lot of white claws. That's another thing. He's so like monotone almost. And like, he's always just like, yes, Letty, how you doing, babe? That like, there's a moment where he yells in this movie. When he yells or like laughs, it happens so infrequently that when it does, it's like, oh, I got to really like. Oh, yeah. It's way more effective. Yeah. Like I got to pay attention. Something, Something's happening here. I thought this was probably one of the, it might be the most over the top one yet of all of them. Oh, yeah. They brought all like, sorts they, of. They did all sorts of stuff. Yeah. We don't want to, I don't want to give away too much in terms of the action. Yeah. But 
But part of like them knowing how she, they know like what to put in to make it like fun. This is in the trailer, so it's not spoiler, but it has a bunch of fun <laughs> magnet bits where they have this thing that can like attract or detract magnets and they do all this, you know, it's just an excuse to crash cars into each other and it fucking looks awesome. I thought this movie looked great. Yeah. There's very little, there were very few times, if any, really, that I looked at it and was like, a lot of times you're rolling your eyes, like at Godzilla, you're like, oh, that was stupid, that's fake, I hate this. Yeah. This, I didn't have any of those moments. This was like very well directed. Yeah. Gotta give a shout out to Justin Lin, who's returning to the series, and you notice like a huge step up everything-wise from the last one. And yeah, there were certain moments where it's just like, this is an actual masterpiece. <laughs> like, this is, I'm not even. What are you giving this out of 10? Give it a letterbox rating, actually, out of five. I gave it five out of five on letterbox just because, like, you know, the movies. the movies. But in reality, I'd probably give it like three and a half. My gut reaction is to give it a fast nine out of 10. But in reality? Real, real rating. I'm going to give it like a seven. Like That's a, fair, like yeah. a hearty, so three and a half out of five, seven. Those are about the same. Rating. A hearty, healthy seven. A nice trip to the movies. It's definitely a fun one. Yeah, and like, God, I have so many more notes. Charlize Theron, we should mention, is returning to the series in this one. She looks good. She does. She's such a babe. She can pull off a bowl cut. Literally a bowl cut. It's yeah. like a like a, well, there's like a name for that haircut that I can't remember. Lucy would laugh at me for not knowing it because I've heard of it before. But it's like a Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber haircut. The slant, yeah. And like that was on purpose. The move. They wanted her to look like that. Also, the hair. Ugh, Helen Mirren pop by was fun. Her like, like was the, she robbing a bank or something? What was that? Yeah, like she's driving her, the like, car like peeling fast. away, and Dom's just sitting in the car <laughs> calmly telling her about what's going on. Like there's a lot happening lately <laughs> so it's like dom like you're in the middle of a police chase like are you sh are you pretty sure she's gonna get away from all these guys i'm more than sure i'm not even worried about don't it worry about bit. it helen mirren and i are gonna be just fine did i already mention that there wasn't a hobbs and or shaw mentioned you did upstairs movie? to me in private and okay. we were both elated yeah let's bring that into the public sphere don't the rock and john cena hate each other in real life Probably. I know The Rock and Vin yes. Diesel have bad blood. I think that was, I heard that, that maybe Parsons told me this. That oh. That's like why Vin tapped Cena in the first place because of the bad blood. Mm. Yeah, that, I don't know. Did you like Cena in this? Not really, to be honest. I don't, I think, I actually, and I do like him. I think he actually is a really good actor. And I think yeah. he's funny. I just, I think it's that I like The Rock better than him in these movies. And wow. I know we make a lot of fun of The Rock, but I, I just I just think that The Rock would have been better. I'm an absolute buster. I know it would have killed the whole Jacob storyline, but I don't think we needed the Jacob storyline. I think they could have cobbled this together a little bit differently. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah, mean, they didn't really give him a lot to work with. I like him in general. No. I think usually when I see Cena, I'm like, this guy is like elevating this movie. Like that stupid movie Blockers. It's like kind of a nothing Yeah, he was movie. funny in that. But yeah, he's like very funny in that movie. He's funny in Daddy's Home too. He's yeah. funny in Trainwreck. Like he has chops. And yeah. He, he's a good actor. Like obviously he, to be a wrestler, that involves acting, but. Yeah, they kind of like subdue him in this. It's like, okay, you need to make one face and always be angry and not say a lot. It's Toretto stuff. Right. The. Uh, That's yeah. not really his style. 
Yeah. He has more pizzazz than Vin does. And they should have let him run a little bit. I agree. And justice for Han-wise, they should have left Han on the cutting room floor. Scotty's hot take. I like Han. I think he is... He's a little boring to me. I don't, I don't love Han's, the Han stuff. I don't know. Yeah. we get Like I said, I like him, but we I, I don't think we need him. Yeah. Especially like they do this whole 10-minute sequence to explain why he's alive after like basically getting killed on camera in the seventh one. And it's just like, we could have just... We could have called it a day with Han. But yeah, I won't spoil anymore. I thought the whole like end action sequence was like incredible though. Yeah. It was like it was like fast five level. Like they threw like everything they could possibly imagine into this finale. I think I like this one. I think I'd go seven is my favorite, then five, then this one. I like it better than four and eight. I dig that. And six. Yeah, I saw someone online working with a theory that the even no, the odd numbered ones are the good ones. And that kind of checks out. Five, seven, it does, nine. Does yeah. Ones. Five, seven, and nine. Those yeah. are my three. Four and six, I could do, four, six, and eight, I could do without. Yeah. Three is Tokyo Drift, which you love. Ironically. Yeah. I, I like it's fun. I love one, two, and three. I do. Yeah, two, but like if you were going to tell somebody, they said, which ones should I watch? And you knew they wouldn't go through all of them. I'd say watch the first one, the fifth one, the seventh one. And this one. I couldn't agree more with the entirety of that. Yeah, yeah, those are the ones, if you're like new and haven't seen these, do exactly that. One, five, seven, nine. Yeah. And, that's, and you're good. And they do so much expo- exposition, explaining, like you'll f- fill in all the blanks. There's never going to be fine. a time where you're like that lost. Yeah. And yeah, these movies, it's tough to like rank them all because there's so many. And it's it's not right to play family members against each other also. <laughs> so maybe we shouldn't rank. But yeah, I mean, greatest story ever told, Fast 9 out of 10. Loved it. Final answer? <laughs> we loved it. Yeah. I and we've like- devoted most of our section here just to this movie because of how much we respect Vin Diesel and the, the, the franchise in general. And these movies are... I remember the first time I watched the first one. I don't think... Did we see it in theaters? I want to say yes. I think we did. And then I bought it on DVD right away. Oh, yeah. That was when like DVDs were first coming oh, out. Oh, yeah. To give people an idea of the longevity of this franchise. It's... Uh, I'm scanning through here. Most of my other notes are like spoiler adjacent. So I'm going to like avoid yeah, that. I feel like we already beat this up a little bit with the spoilers. I feel bad. We're back. I was... <laughs> Early on, I was going to make a note of every time they used, every time they used the word family, but it's just I, I kept looking over at you whenever they did. Like, is he laughing? I lost he caught that right. I lost track. But yeah, I mean, Fast Nine, baby, yeah. go see it in the fucking theaters, please. Like, yeah, I get that you're worried about COVID, but don't be. It's over. Go see a movie. You don't have to wear a mask. You can eat some popcorn like a fucking human being. Go to the movies. Or a fucking human being. Most dangerous game. I was kind of hoping for a scene where, like, Paul Walker with his CGI face, like, roared back onto the scene to the new Vin Diesel song. But that might have just been me, like, asking too much of this franchise. That would have been pretty cool. Yeah. 
And yeah, the I needed a little like a Paul Walker tribute of sorts. Nothing. Maybe at the end. I think people were waiting for something at the end, like a post credits. I feel like they think it would be hacked to do that because Seven just knocked it so far out of the park you can't even see it anymore. They should just do it at the end of every movie. <laughs> yeah, that's I true. miss I miss Paul Walker. I really do. I mean, please. I watch Running Scared tonight. I'm welling up just thinking about it. And yeah, Dan brought him up earlier. He was asking me the other day, like, what's the deal with Vin? Like, is he good? Is this all a bit? <laughs> and, like, a lot of it's a bit, but he is, like, a compelling okay, screen presence. He's got some sort of... He's not bad. He's got some magnetism. But he's just, it's, if you can't watch a guy act without laughing at his expense, <laughs> is he that good? <laughs> or is he the best ever? Right, like, he's so know. good that we're laughing mm. because we're amazed at how good he is. Yes. Okay. That makes sense, too. Final draft. Yeah. Loved it. Mm. Masterful. Yeah, everything else is too spoilery here. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's fun to imagine Vin Diesel playing, like, any character Agreed. at all. Like, imagine him as the Joker, Captain Jack Sparrow, <laughs> anything. It's, like, it's beautiful. Why is the rum gone? <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm playing this character. But yes, we also watched, or I watched this morning, uh, the hot new Netflix release, The Ice Road, starring Liam Neeson. (laughs) I have a very particular set of skills. And fantasizing and in love with Furio. (laughs) My set of skills is playing... A character who sounds like this, who's doing guy stuff in a low-budget turkey where... He sucks. Yeah. I've had it with him. This one I put on just Hang it up, dude. Like, you're 70 years old. Every single one of your movies was just cobbled together by some writer on a plane with nothing else to do. Yeah. I remember a couple years ago, he was like... just dump him out. He was like, I'm retiring from these action movies. I'm too old. It's like, well, he clearly rethought that because it's still... Right, you're very much not. Yeah. When you sent that, the the picture of the screen of that over, or the rather the title screen, I was like, is this even a... Is this fucking real? Yeah, that's why... Fuck. It's like a bit movie. It's him as an ice road trucker and... This is one of those action movies that like doesn't even have action in it. There's never any like gunfights. It's just like a one truck gets caught in the ice, and then it's like a hero's journey to fucking get him out of the ice and then drive on the ice. It's just like it's horrible. And it's a Netflix original. Yes, that makes it even worse. Yeah, in my mind, it's just like the fact that they ugh. Netflix is just lazy. Oh yeah, this is just this is an algorithm movie where it's like let's yes. put Liam Neeson in a perfect way to put it movie where like guys are doing guys stuff and like dads will throw this on and like maybe not fall asleep while just suffering think about how many dads this. fell asleep sitting up while this movie was playing in the background. <laughs> like is that Larry Fishburne? I'm out. I'm completely gone. Movies like this have no place existing. Yeah. And it's just one of those movies, like, every time they introduce a character, you're like, that guy's going to be have, like, an evil heel turn in, like, 25 minutes, and then he does, and it's just like, okay, thanks, Netflix. Thanks for another one. This is one of those movies, like, it's a movie. Netflix like has been on autopilot it. since Lilyhammer. Yeah. <laughs> they, they come up with, like, one real movie a year. 
there'll be like an Irishman or a marriage story type movie where it's like, okay, someone real made this. But this is one of their like classic Netflix originals where it's just Turkey Town. But yeah, that's The Ice Road on Netflix. No reason to watch it. Go for ahead and any skip reason. that one, folks. Not even like for a laugh. There's nothing in, in it for you. No, thank you. Did you take in anything else this week? Nothing really that is worth discussing. Like a lot of older movies. Older movies. The movies. Um, we're gearing up for... What do we have on deck for next week? You already, oh, yeah. you already pegged it. Yeah, next week, there's a good amount of stuff. There's that new Hulu movie, False Positive, right. starring Alana Glazer from Broad City, who I'm a big fan of. I guess she co-wrote this movie. It's her and Justin Theroux. I think she has like a possessed baby or something. It's some sort of weird hmm. pregnancy movie. I feel like that's been done. I actually don't know anything about it, which can be fun. I love Justin Theroux, and she's all right, so I'm, I'm in. I think Pierce Brosnan's in there, too. That's funny. So, yeah, we're going to be watching that for next week. That's false positive. Don't let me Hulu. forget about that. Yeah, I got to see that. And also that new Soderbergh movie, uh, I think it's called, like, No Sudden Move or something. Okay. That comes onto HBO Max sometime. With the, the ladies on the boat? <laughs> no, that was that awful, like, <laughs> No, I know. Street. I'm fucking with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this, okay. is a, this is him back like doing a heist movie. It's got like all his guys in it, and that babe from Uncut Gems is in it. Adina Menzel? No, the Wickedly other one. Talented, the younger one? The doper one. Julia Fox. Oh, oh. Yeah. I like that she's getting more work. She's back. That's cool. So yeah, we're watching No Sudden Move, the first thing I said. And we're also going to be talking next week about the new AMC show, Kevin Can Fuck Himself, if you want to check that out. I got to add that to my queue. It's a hot one. We're going to be doing a deep dive next week on the program once Rye has had a chance to watch some of it. In the meantime, play free episode. But in the meantime. Let's watch a little bit of Wedding Crashers. How about that? You know what? Deal? That sounds lovely. Let me get my timer out because I don't want it to be off. That is a movie after all. It is. I know everything there is to know about maple syrup. I love maple syrup. I love maple syrup on pancakes. I love it on pizza. I like to take maple syrup and put a little bit in my hair when I've had a rough week. What do you think holds it up, Slick? It's the first quarter of the big game. You want to toss up a Hail Mary. I'd like to be pimps from Oakland or cowboys from Arizona, but it's not Halloween. Vince's oh, face right there. Man. That little, Joshua. like... Look, we've been to a million weddings. Guess what? Rock them all. Just an incredible exchange. That whole scene, yeah, it's just fucking boom, boom, yeah. boom. That was music to my ears. Unlike this actual music. This is great, too. Oh, wow. Fifth row back of the fancy hat. I just had a flash. I like that. Oh, wait. <laughs> Might as well be a bullseye. Oh, wait, no. The other one says that. Well, the proper girl in the hat just I fucked the shit out of me. I had a flash of Vince in a Fast and Furious movie. What do you think of that? I would see Vince in anything, and I love those movies, so green light. Him interacting with Dom, like, I don't know why you gotta be so serious. Dom talking really slow, and him talking really fast. Like, uh, you gotta pick things up. I mean, this guy's slow, he's bipping, bopping with his shotgun, ba ba ba. Classic. The brother of Aunt Liz. Uncle Ned, the brother of Aunt Liz. Uncle Ned, yes. Wow. Aunt Liz sends her best. She couldn't make it. Mm. From the grave. Oh, yeah, I know. 
<laughs> she said, I, I let it go an extra three seconds to get from the grave. Terrific. I had to cheat a little there, guys. I'm sorry. Vince. But it was worth it. Terrific. What, what are you picture. promoting this week, Scotty boy? I mean, we got to get in Wedding Crashers too. Doughboys, writers, put us in that. I'm talking to you, Van and uh, Evan Susser. Are they both big listeners? I mean, I hope so. They're, uh, Just DM it to them until they block you. Yeah, pop us in that. You see what turkey is we are. I mean, uh, diehards. Folks, why don't you go ahead and listen to the most recent episode of the South Shore Boys on uh, Spotify. I guess we've had some Apple podcast troubles. Oh. They, they took us down. We might have been canceled from Apple. Or Apple might just have the worst podcast app you could even imagine. But either um, way, check it out on Spotify. We, I mean, we have issues, too. They reverted our, our cover art to the old cover art. That doesn't make any sense. Their app is so, like, dazzlingly bad, I can't even believe it. And even, the, even the fact, using well, it. look, at, from the perspective of a podcast creator, too, the... The creator interface of the analytics are just like non-existent. They give you like these weird metrics that they're like, and they all say like beta, 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 meaning like it yeah. doesn't work. It's bad to the point where it's like, aren't you Apple? Aren't you like the guys? Yeah, don't like, you charge us $1,700 for a cell phone that billions of people own? Yeah, like, like, don't you have the bandwidth to fix this? Why does this like suck laughably so... Podcasts are bigger than radio. Not saying this podcast, but podcasts in general are beating the shit out of regular radio. So for the fact the fact that Apple doesn't have a stranglehold on that is beyond me. Yeah. It's absurd. But yeah, check us out on Instagram at Enough the Podcast, on Twitter. At Twitter Podcast Enough. You can check me out at Skip Seasoned. Rye, what are you promoting this week? New location, baby. The sign uh, getting built in the next few days. Or I guess weeks it'll be up. And 298 Walnut Street in Newton. The new location opening up. Come check me out. I gave you my work address, my home address. If you you want to murder me, now's your chance. So get in there. Sam, think about editing out that home address. But folks, (laughs) that's enough. Have a goo. We love you. We consider you family and familia, the whole deal.